Welcome to See Me After Class. This is a podcast by two New Zealand secondary school teachers based in the Southern Alps of New Zealand. We operate out of classrooms that look out over the most stunning mountain ranges in the bottom of the South Island. And it's my pleasure to introduce Renee Plunkett, who is a fourth year English teacher. And sitting here with me is Chris War, a teacher with 17 years under his belt from both overseas and here in New Zealand. And Renee, apart from being a teacher, is also an avid gardener. And Chris also enjoys triathlon. This podcast is about the day-to-day realities and joys and sometimes horrors of our teaching experience in the classroom. So we invite you to listen in and we invite you to give us feedback on what you hear. This is... See me after class. Hi everyone, welcome along to episode 34. It is week 7 of term 4 and I'm sitting outside in the beautiful sunlight with Anna and Chris. Hello team. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Really well. Pretty amazing isn't it to be able to do something like this period 1 Friday. I know, it's so (laughs) exciting it means that that time over the weekend is also protected a wee bit for us. But it's so nice to have you here again Anna. Thank you, thanks for asking me back. I appreciate it. Since this is our penultimate episode for the year, we're laughing because (laughs) the use of the word penultimate is so me. (laughs) But anyway, because this is that, we thought we'd do a little bit of looking back. And because next week's one will be a retrospective, I think this time we thought we'd talk a little bit more educationally about the things this year that we would like to have done better. It sounds like there's a chorus of agreement. <laughs> there is. There's some nodding of heads and some umming and ahhing going around the table. But I think it's important that we get this time to reflect and, and, and mm. to do it in a way that we've got someone to bounce ideas off mm. with. Because you can reflect as much as you like in your own head. But ultimately, I think the conversation that comes from having other people look inside the mm. things that you're thinking about is, is really valuable. I'm always going to ask the question, how do you know as well? Like we might say, like we're going to talk about the things that we would like to have done differently. But I'm going to want to know know how do we know that the thing that we're unhappy with had the negative impact that we think it had does that make mm-hmm. sense Where's the, what what evidence basis is there for that because i think sometimes we do hold ourselves to account for things that really no one else cares about and for which there's very little impact yeah but let's see let's yeah, see I if that's right well. i think in teaching or I wonder if in teaching, because we work in terms, because we always um, are reflecting with our kids and asking them to look back and how your term has been and think about how much you've learned, do you actually give yourself, put yourself in that situation as well mm. as a teacher and say, well, if I'm asking them to do that and reflect, maybe I should re- reflect on myself as well. But equally, who's, who is holding you accountable? It's only yourself, unless somebody else is in your classroom. We do have performance management systems in schools that are designed yeah. for that, but they're often such... I mean, I think because actually they've got such heavy weighting, they're treated as if they're a sort of a performance management yes. exercise where your where your quali- your registration as a teacher hinges upon you oh being God. approved. Yeah. I think people are more likely to use them as exercises in justifying what they're doing right. rather yeah. than exercises in truly, uh, co- you know, professionally querying their work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. why would you, when your when your registration is on the line, oh use that gosh, moment to reflect yes. no. openly about your misgivings about some of the choices you made? It's sort of not the moment, really. No, now it's not the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, one of the things that I'm excited about before we get into this, and I thought I'd just mention it because maybe some podcast listeners might choose to tune in, and the link will be underneath this podcast, and that is that my Year 10 class today are going to go live for an hour and present their investigative journalism projects, and it's very exciting. I've got it all set up. And it'll be a live stream from their website, and if, obviously this podcast will actually go out after that. Mm. But it, the 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 recorded version will still be there, so Brilliant. yeah, people can tune into that if they want to. Yeah, and, and you had something to say about your year too. <laughs> I this, did. This, this is, is a great a, segue. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's in, we're now we are moving into what would we do differently? Yes, we? we are. Yeah. So I guess. I will start with my year 10s and and over the last few weeks um, towards the end of the year they've been working on their short film projects and it's a different timing I've, I've always done this with them um, but it's different in terms of the timing within the year mm. this year and I've I, I kind of kept it to, towards the end of the year thinking this would be a really nice way for them to finish off bring okay. some things together but what I have found is I, I don't believe, and I will, I, I'm just looking at Chris knowing he's going to ask me, how do you know? I will find out to this afternoon when yeah. they present their films to the class. I don't believe they've put the same sort of thought, care and attention into these films that they may have done in further forward in the learning program. I, I wonder if... Um, the end of the year has loomed and they've sort of started to slip a little bit. I have found the, the whole project a little bit more interesting to manage in terms of mm. keeping track on what they're up to and where mm. they are and how they're going. And it's definitely a project where I t- try to step back with them and let them go mm. and, and experience mm. and explore. But I'm just, um, I'm going to be very curious this afternoon and, and, and when I watch their films I guess I'll find out um, if, if this has gone as well as I had hoped. I think it's cast. yeah. I think it's interesting when you though do get them to work independently in groups. That process is inherently messy, mm-hmm. and we do run quite structured classrooms. Yes, we so do. Uh, uh, it goes against our instincts to some extent <laughs> to allow mm-hmm. the students to have this much autonomy and to and to manage themselves through a longitudinal project like this. And I do find sometimes through the process I have misgivings, and then the results surprise me. So that yeah. might happen today. I'm hopeful. I think. There, I, I guess I've watched these kids all year and I know there's a lot of potential there for them to be outstanding young mm. um, filmmakers if they want to be mm. and um, I, I hope that yeah they bring it all together but it also um, enters into the domain of the conversation of traditional versus progressive education mm. you know the the transmission of knowledge the formal structure of uh, traditional education and then there's progressive ideas about students developing a lot of facets of themselves through the work they do Mm. and we kind of have a leg on either side of that divide as teachers in terms of the way we work I think both of them have important uh, serve important functions but also we have to I think sacrifice sometimes one for the other or at least we probably haven't quite nailed it although I must say my investigative journalism project because it has a live outcome I think perhaps that outcome possibly replaces what might in the traditional world be the assessment so their parents will be listening their their peers will be tuning in Mm. they they know that at this at 11.30 today that that they go live and whatever and and it all hinges on what they've been able to bring to that time so I think 
and that to me is natural because mm. that's off that is actually how media works and when you work in the radio industry that that deadline looms and you you have to pull whatever you've yes, got you together yeah. and produce something decent in that time and i i feel like that's something we can do in schools a bit more yes. is yes we we do a very good job i think when it comes to the traditional and i, I i'm not and i don't argue against it i think building knowledge and skill in a formal rigorous classroom is a really important function of a mm. school when we then ask them to start to apply those things yeah. and, and employ a lot of their personal attributes that they can bring to succeeding in projects, I think we have to make remember that that doesn't fit the context that they've been familiar with in the classroom yeah. where we have essentially managed that process mm. for them. First of all, realise that what they're learning is the managing as yes, much as absolutely. it is the filming. Yeah. And, and then secondly, um, making sure that the sort of outcomes that make people take responsibility in those processes are in place for them even mm. though they're working in a classroom. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. It is. No, I was going to say that it's interesting seeing your class, Renee, just um, working with autonomy. And the first time that they've been released in the classroom to go and film their scenes, um, that you see real leaders coming to the, the fore. You see within their wee group that some of them are really key when it comes to managing, drawing people together in a very mm. quiet way. Whereas their performance is going to be filmed and then presented. Whereas, Chris, your classes are obviously performing under the pump the minute that red light goes on air, mm. hypothetically, um, that's when the pressure really starts. And I wonder if some people will really, really rise to that and mm. do a fantastic performance, whereas other people would find that excruciating difficult mm. and of everything that they've done, they'd rather write five pages on Macbeth yes. than do performance like that. Yes, and I, I would say that there are also people in the class who find the five pages on Macbeth excruciating and difficult, and so yeah. it, it is all about uh, providing opportunities to all. Yes. I know my um, experience or my my career in the radio industry started in school, and I went yeah. and did a little school show on the student radio station in Dunedin <laughs> from for, a, on a Saturday morning with a couple of my peers because it was a school access experience. And so, oh. I, you know, as a fifteen-year-old, I got my first taste of that. So, what would you be presenting? Would it, it, was, it was a music, music show. It was a music yeah. show. Oh my god! Back in the day, the Smiths, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the cheery. Chills. Cheery stuff in a Saturday morning. I can absolutely. Really? I can actually tell you the whole playlist. <laughs> I, I put so much time into preparing that show. But what about your links to, from song to song? <laughs> and did you have a radio voice that you would slip into? I had my little fifteen-year-old radio <laughs> voice. <laughs> I just wish I had a copy of it. Oh, well, it would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. you have to re-record it. But then I, I trace it further back and I know that when I was in um, year year six when I was at primary school I my teacher had a project option where you could make a radio station on a on a tape recorder and I remember I made a radio station on a tape recorder and it just fascinated me that merger of technology and performance and I can trace that career right way back into school and and actually that's one of the most memorable parts of my primary school life and that was one of those projects which was quite open-ended and yeah. and individualistic mm. in a way as well. Mm. And I think, yeah, so so I always remember those things when we think about the role of school. Absolutely. We've, you know, the, like the, the opportunity for people to find things in themselves that they don't know are there. So mm. working with them through the last few weeks and working on in the domain of uh, media and journalism, which is an area I have expertise in, 
is has been a thrill but I thought I'd mention to you mm. you don't come into teaching as a filmmaker no and and gosh, I, no. I think this, to some extent and I don't mean this as a criticism but I'm more operating in my area of expertise yes, when I do journalism yeah. and I think I bring that same confidence that I bring to the study of Macbeth which you bring to the study of Macbeth mm. so I wonder sometimes if we sometimes are overreaching when we have these wonderful ideas of things that we want kids to do, but do we have the capacity yeah. to deliver that experience? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I totally ex- agree and accept what you're saying. It's not an area that I, I have had a whole lot of experience mm. in. Um, I do think it's important that we challenge ourselves with these things and oh, try to figure a path forward mm, because mm. at the end of the day it's about those learners and, and giving them like we've talked about that that broad range of opportunities to try mm, different things mm. um so we will see yeah, in yeah. period four and five today yeah. <laughs> the other th- i mean i think one of the things we have to be careful with is that i mean people say oh everyone can film or record mm. audio because they've all got phones now but it's a bit like saying everyone can write because they've got a pen mm, and absolutely. Um, yeah they've got the tools yeah. but there's a lot of expertise that's to, yeah, behind that yeah. when I was when I was t- teaching them how to record an interview dual mic an interview for example mm. I was thinking gosh I don't know if anyone else in this school knows how no. to do this mm. and they they also latch on just like they latch on to the study of grammar oh, when, yeah. in the context of a literature piece of literature they do latch on to some of those technical skills that they're mm. learning along the way mm. and also they've been going out in the community and interviewing members of yeah. the world around us so they've really been engaging with that's so exciting and getting little experiences of independence they've gone out into town during yep. class time yeah, and yeah. organised that for themselves and they came down. and interviewed one of my students actually right. they knocked on the door one day uh, there was a group a group of girls who popped in and they said oh would you mind if we spoke to such and such and yeah they've, they've been everywhere I've seen right. them out and about it's awesome yeah so when will you publish your films I, I will look to I'm st- still navig- I mean technology you may have picked up isn't the strongest my strongest suit so I will navigate that path a wee bit and I'll see what I can come up with if I can get them up um, I will add the link well I can do that for you if you like Great. and then it would be nice because the people listening to this could have can see. Can see the outcome <laughs> yeah. well, I think that will be interesting regardless do you know as well the, the skills that the kids have with regards to computers, I'm, I've been so impressed with what they've come up with, even the small links that we've seen. Yeah, in our there has been some cool things. It's been really good in how the software that they've used, how they can help each other, and if somebody's mm. just done us a new software and they're not quite sure how to use it, they have been relatively collaborative, which I've been really impressed with. Yeah. There are signs of maturity. They're bound to be having to make grown-up decisions when they've been representing Mac in town or having to interview people. There is, they've had to step up to um, a plate and they've done, mm. they've always done well with mm. us. Some of them have done incredibly well mm. and I'm really looking forward to seeing the outcomes mm. this afternoon. Yeah, and it's with us period five today uh, for our Oscars. final, le- yeah, for um, the Oscars, yeah. <laughs> for our final lesson, which I'm really, I'm yeah. really glad that you're going to be there. That's, oh, good. that's great. And it'll, so the timing in the year for this project may or may not be the right thing. May or may not. You know, my yeah. question is, how do you know? How and do you know this was until wrong? until the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Do you want to talk about something, Anna, that you look back on that you'd like to improve on? Definitely. Um, I've been really lucky this year. So I've had about three jobs within this one job. I started working one-to-one with um, a pupil, um, and that unfortunately didn't finish particularly well. She left the school. I'm really hoping it was, wasn't because of me. Um, the other opportunities I've had since then have been allowed me into classrooms. Um, one thing, I was at professional development yesterday, um, learning about 
working with kids with additional needs and with disabilities, whether it's physical, intellectual, um, and one was about presenting yourself and the roles in which you, uh, you live your life. So we had to, first of all, write a list of roles. So my list was about three or four. And then the deliverer was incredibly, he said, don't just think of the surface level roles that you have. Do you coach a rugby team? Are you um, a carer in the community? Uh, what else do you do within your greater life? It's not uh, just about being a role as a mum mm. or just about being a role as a teacher or just about being a role as a TA. And what that one word, just, has such a powerful impact. Every time I've gone to a classroom and I've said, hi, my name's Anna, um, I'm your TA, and they, some people would say, I'm sorry, who are you? I'm sorry, oh, I'm just your, just your TA. I think, Anna, that's, that's a really bad thing because not only are you putting yourself down but you're also drawing everybody every other TA down mm. with you as well giving you that small word of just promote yourself well and it, if it was one thing I could do with my boys and with the kids that I, I meet as well is present yourself in the best and most positive light that you can mm. I totally agree with that because it's like a, you know it's like a Having a, 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 a teaching assistant arrive in my classroom is a bit like having a cordon bleu chef arrive in my kitchen. <laughs> does that make sense? Like, like, like no, I, it doesn't make sense. Yes, it does, because it you've got this specialist <laughs> skill in working with the people in my class who, yeah. many in many cases, are the ones that I struggle the most to work with. And mm. suddenly, I've got someone here to help. Like it's the, and it, it's a it's rare like, thing, and gift. it's a, and it's a gift. And oh. and so the idea that it's small is definitely. I think happening in your head Absolutely. as opposed to yeah no that's interesting thing as well because last or the other week when we talked about um, the words that people use in reports are such powerful words and I heard myself doing it right at the beginning of the year and I haven't done it since and then I reflected on it yesterday when I was at the professional development thinking you present um you present yourself the way that you would like people to treat you. Present yourself in the, in the most positive way. This is who I am and this is what I do. And we are, within our community, we're quite judgmental when people say, it give, it, they called it the, the sniff test. I was thinking this sounds interesting. So do you know when dogs go up to each other and they sniff mm. each other? This is a sniff test of what do you do? Where is your place in our community? What else do you do? How do you volunteer? Mm. So this is a sniff test for, for us as, as human beings. And for me, it's about presenting myself in the, the best possible way. They talk about power stance before you go into intimidating situations. Yeah, so you could be hands in the air in the toilet cubicle before you go in for an interview. That's how you should be before you present yourself mm. to the kids that you're working with. Or it can be metaphorical. I don't imagine myself standing outside your class and like Wonder Woman. <laughs> Although I, I do come. have a few of those stances myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I do them in front of the kids. Like, that I often does stand not there like surprise that, me. <laughs> we um, talked about this idea, actually. Mm. It's just triggered a memory in my mind at university. They yeah. call it the superhero um, yeah. research, basically. If you, st- if you stand yeah. for, for however many minutes in a, in a power pose yes, before you yeah. you'll walk in there more confident and believing in yourself it's just come Works. back to me that yeah, yeah yeah i've heard this it's great let's do it every time let's try it. it yeah <laughs> so the thing that you were wanting to develop is that you may have presented yourself in a sort of an apologetic way without a doubt you hit the nail on the head so on reflection it's it, it's entirely um self-reflection it's not about working with kids or anything like that i've really enjoyed that but mm. it's definitely about presenting myself better what about you, Chris? What would you... <laughs> it's funny, we, we were also, but when we were discussing how what we were going to talk about today, I 
we all agree that we could improve everywhere. Yes. So as soon as someone says to you, what do you need to improve on? I'm in the immediate Everything. response. Shall I what, what do I, yeah, what do I not need to improve <laughs> on? But I, it, in, in order to make it useful, it's got to be isolated. Mm. I thought I'd just ask before I moved on my question, like how do you know that your current disposition undermines you? That's a good question. Because I hear myself timidly going into a class and often, and this sounds terrible, I'm running late because I've had to deal with situations mm. at the end of classes or on the way from one class to another, we've, I've come across somebody who's from HQ that is hiding in a bush and needs to go to somewhere else. I don't like being late. I really don't like being late. Um, and that starts me off on a back foot. Whereas if I was just to arrive and sit quietly, that would be fine. And then when I'm working, it would be better. I think better preparation probably in that part of speaking to people beforehand saying this is my day it might go completely pear-shaped but this is what my plan is mm. probably stand being much better said so it sounds like the need is more internal oh without like doubt. We're not yeah. necessarily saying that mm. you're not delivering anything that you need to it's more that the experience you're having is not entirely positive like mm. you feel uh disappointed at times Disappointed in myself, bearing in mind, so I haven't been in a school situation delivering for 10 years or so. I've been out in the community doing health promotion. It's all been interactive. And now I'm back in school for the first, I'd say, six to eight weeks. I was quite, I was quite scared. I get the feeling that these little, mm. you know, year sixes are coming up today. I felt like that. It was a new job. It was a huge environment. It was really busy. Mm. So for six weeks, I felt as if I was... Um, running around a corner on a shiny surface and couldn't quite get there quick enough because I was never in the right place. I was never at the right mm. classroom and I never had the right gear. But then having sorted all of those really basic and simple things out, life has become much better and really enjoying classes and really being valued in classes as well, which I've thoroughly enjoyed. So well, I've definitely appreciated, just to reflect on this from my experience of working with you, I've appreciated that you generally will talk to me in advance of the time you're with yeah. me to, mm. to identify what's going to be happening in mm. the classroom and the role you might play. Mm. And quite often I'll just form an opinion while we're talking about what I think would be useful, but it's, it, mm. it, but it that actually helps me. Yeah. That's good too. Yeah. yeah that's good. So that's a great thing. And that doesn't, that doesn't come across to me as underprepared. No, okay. that's good. I'm glad. But no, having this platform as well, I'd just like to appreciate or to thank you two for letting me be in your classes and really accepting me and making me part of your, your teaching team as well. Thank you both. Oh. I think, yeah, without a doubt, I can, I hope I can say for both of us that we've so enjoyed having you. And I can say we were just reading a, a note from one of my mm. students that that is in the class that Anna is attached to. Mm. And I think a big part of the culture that's been developed um, in the class in the second half of the year is, is around is, is thanks to you and, thank you and your willingness to help each and every one of them. Mm. They just they love working with you and I love having you there. Thank it's you. Appreciated. Looks like I'm backpedaling on the thing I need to yeah. do better. <laughs> <laughs> Come I, on. And endlessly, my area for development is always working with my colleagues. Mm. I I, mm. um, I always have to be thinking about ways to work better with my colleagues and one of the big projects that's been collaborative for me this year has been the micro credentials project mm. for which there's been a lot of interest from my colleagues and looking at how I've sort of run that this year I realized that I've definitely failed to provide 
my colleagues with a clear enough structure to help them to understand how to engage autonomously within the, system, the, right, the, yeah. the project. So people have been a little bit too, in my mind, reliant on my cues to get things done. Mm-hmm. But clearly it's something I'm not doing that mm. I should be that would allow them to move on. I, I think it's partly to do with culture. Teachers are accustomed quite a lot, to be honest, to be being told what to do when it comes to things like assessment Mm. and introducing this idea that they can devise their own means of assessment and that that will have the same credibility as what they're provided with is actually a big cultural shift and uh, if I'm going to ask for teachers to make a cultural Mm. shift of that kind of that magnitude I think I need to also provide a kind of a a safe structure Mm. so that they can engage in that Mm. so that's that's definitely my work for the summer is to Mm. think about a way to approach because t- the implementation of these micro-credentials where I am working better with my colleagues. Mm. As, otherwise, I'll just fall back into the place I do fall back into, which is I'll just do, do it the all myself. Yeah. Because I know it'll be get done then. That <laughs> is a parent's response. It's a, it's, that's right. And it's a totally... I, I'm saying it not... I'm saying it because I know how bad it sounds, if that makes sense. This of is course, an area yes. for... This, this is, is an why. area for work for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? There, yeah, there. Like I can speak a little bit to this too because I am part of the, mm-hmm. the micro credentials crew, um, and I know it's an area that when I think back on my entire year, um, that I, I feel like I sort of we started off with a real bang, Chris, and it sort of trickled down, and, and things started. You start, I st- started not prioritising it enough. Um, and so I guess if I was to add something else that I would like to work on again <laughs> next year, it would be, um, I guess, taking that step forward and feeling a bit more ownership over mm-hmm. that sort of side of things. And that's not it. I don't actually believe that's something that um, I need from you. It's something within myself that I have to pick up and, and run with. And, uh, yeah, I think I th- the I area think all round to move there. All right, mm. we all... Well, just keeping it on me for a second. Yeah, sorry. I, I, yes, of course. <laughs> of course, we can all you know do better ourselves. But I think that, as from my role as the kind of instigator yes. of this, I think I can do better at creating an environment where that's easier. Mm. Otherwise, essentially, at the moment, I think it sort of reflects my energy. So if I'm energetic, so does everyone course. else. Absolutely. And if I lose energy or become distracted by other things, then so does everyone else. Yeah. And so what I'm what I dream of is a situation where everything doesn't hinge on that. Yeah. A lot of teaching is about time, isn't it? Mm. That if you could just deliver your programs, if you could deliver your curriculum and have the reviews, etc., to the timetable that you have on paper, it would be great. But how many times are you at the end of a lesson having to deal with some drama or problem? or And it's not necessarily anything to do with English. It's to do with yeah. <laughs> something that's happened emotionally yeah. with people that the, that the kids, which is a brilliant thing at Mac, that yeah. they can approach you. That if you have the time, the extra time, yeah. to improve and develop your micro-credentials, then that would yeah. be... The thing is, we have money, and so we could use the time. But the difficulty with time is, you still have to do the work. You still have to do the (laughs) (laughs) like even if we get paid cover, which we can have in this project. So we could take a week off if we wanted to. But then that's a week away from our students and a week of catch-up work that we have to... Yeah. Teaching is kind of like the time passes whether you're there or not. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Completely. Yeah. So coming back to it then, even if you have the time, when when do you see that fitting into your life in general to be able to develop it? 
Um, I just think it, in the case of something like this, that you have to acknowledge that the reality is you have to borrow from your own life. Yeah. Mm. That, that mm. it's. I don't. I actually, to be realistic, I don't think there's any other way. Mm. You've got to want to do it enough to be willing to give your own time to it. And that isn't it interesting as well, with something that you've created, you obviously have the passion for it. Mm. And like you've said before, unless you continue that level of passion um, continually, then other people are not going to be drawn up to it. Yeah. So you have to maintain the level of enthusiasm. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah. Particularly when you're delivering every single day, five yeah. lessons a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Five days it a week. Yeah. It's also your intellectual property, and I think that mm. part of that, that the uptake it comes yeah. from that. Like this mm. is, it is your idea, your your mm. thing, and I think people, I guess, I don't want to speak for the masses, but you know, we want to honour that intellectual mm. property by mm. not getting things. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true, and yeah. I know people are. I mean, that's a that's a really a, a matter of decency for people. Mm. I also think though that this time around, I'm going to engage much more with the senior leadership of the school yep. and get them to buy into the project more, mm. understand it better, mm. and. I think it, for the, I think for teachers it'll mean a lot to for for it to be known that they're doing this and for that to be celebrated. Yes, I think completely. I can. Kind of, I'm one of the few people I think who can go on with something without anybody saying thank you for a whole year. But I don't think that that's reasonable no. when someone when the thing involves a whole lot of your own personal mm, commitment. Yeah, and mm, so, I agree. And so that's another thing is to get them to start to recognise the value of this thing that's happening mm. and that mm. their team are doing, and to and to articulate that. Yeah. And I think that will make a difference too. Demonstration, I think, is a great way of proving it to people as well. So this, mm. this is, you know, um, for mm. art, we've got these fantastic exhibitions that we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Some of the work that the kids have produced has been outstanding. When can we see the, uh, the your passion, the micro credentials in? sort of in situ is there a, yeah. is there a way that other people could witness it well that's actually the, you're that's a great point and that's actually the plan now mm. we're, we're going to we're going to we're going to start next year and with piloting of the credentials in one house yeah. one classroom right. like set some specific sites invest yeah. our yeah. energy into getting things to essentially to completion in those sites right. and then have people watch watch how yeah. they play out yeah so even the, uh, sort of drawing back a wee bit do you think it's been too much too soon and now that you've had you having an opportunity to reflect that you can develop it in a smaller area so it's looking really good so that then other people can see how yeah. it can be done well and then I think it's it been, better. I think it's been too conceptual too soon. Right. Well just too conceptual. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is just me again. Yes, like I have to into my brain. Yeah yeah and how exciting this is because it's such a good idea. Mm. People don't necessarily have a lot of time for something that they would agree was a good idea. Mm, mm. Yeah. The other thing to remember, Chris, you've seen this in action before. You yeah. know how epic it can mm. yeah. be. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, the vision is there for you. Yeah, and I guess I'm... Um, I, I Last time I developed this, I did it more in the sort of specific and then general. So we okay. set it up in one department and then other departments stepped into that once that was established. Uh -huh. And yeah. that was good. I tried not to do it that way this time simply because... It's it, th there are downsides to that because it gets seen as something that only applies to that one area, yeah. and the, the 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 big vision for this is that it'll apply to everything. Yeah. That, that kids will unlock credentials by going into town and talking to members of the community <laughs> as much as they will by performing some function in a classroom. So, yeah. 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 But that's a that's a a goal that we I still hold true to. But I think the path of getting there is something we're learning more about.
Get on you yeah. for so that's Yeah, so I'm thinking that's my big reflection for the year. Great. Mm. So we're going to um, look at back at the podcast for the whole year, for episode so 35 excited. next week, and I think we'll get some excerpts and some I moments so. from that and, uh, and make our final podcast next week a compilation. We've also got an, another person who is um, keen to join us, and she's a parent, so parent. I think we're getting cool. an, another voice into the podcast next year who, who will bring... For example, one of the things she brought to the conversation was how valuable reports were for her. When, when I was having a chat, she listens to the podcast at the moment. Right. And, um, of course, that voice was absent when I was talking about how <laughs> pointless they were. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I think that's going to make things really interesting next year because the more disagreement that we can find, oh, the more interesting yeah. I think these conversations will become. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Fantastic. So have a good week. And you. Good luck with the live broadcast with you and your students. And not that you're going to need luck. I think they're going to be great. Oh, no, I'll need luck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be full on. So, yeah, it could go very wrong very quickly. But I'm hoping it'll be well. I did a lot of prep last night, so I think it should be right. Awesome. 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 I can't wait for the Oscars. Bring it on. I know. Yeah, and if you're interested, then by all means, check those links and watch what the kids are doing. Mm, Sounds awesome. Thanks so much, team. Bye. This was an episode of See Me After Class with Renee and Chris. My Twitter handle is at edutronic underscore net. And mine is at Renee Plunkett too. See you next week. <laughs>